Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 193 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about the most important nerve for relaxation, your vagus nerve, and how long COVID, chronic stress, and other health issues can be related to vagus nerve function, and most importantly, how to improve vagal nerve tone for deep relaxation. As we get to the end of the year, I don't know about you, but I'm stressed, (laughs) y'all. And honestly, even if you don't think that you're stressed, like you probably have just gotten used to the amount of stress you're under. Whatever amount of stress it is, is tolerable for you, which is absolutely fine because there are things that happen that are stressful for our body. Exercise, for example, is a stress on your body. It's a positive one, but technically it's still a stress. It's something that takes your body out of its homeostasis, and then your body then has to work to bring you back to your baseline. Uh, Artificial lighting is a stress. As I'm standing here talking to you, I have multiple lights in front of me. I got an overhead light. There is a ring light bouncing off the walls. You just give me some extra light. There's a lot of artificial light going on. Staring at screens is a stress. It's not normal. It does things to your physiology and to your body, as does being inside all day. I mean, basically, winter time as a human is to some degree stressful for your body. And like, don't even get me started on driving a car. <laughs> and if you're like, that's not stressful. Do you remember when you were 16? and you were just learning to drive or however old you were when you first learned to drive and how much attention and focus it required and also like how stressed you were and nervous to drive. It's not that driving became any easier. You just got more used to it. You have reached a point where maybe you do go in the car and you drive and you're like, wait, how did I get to where I was going? Because it's so automatic and you were lost in your thoughts. But for your nervous system, putting yourself into a tin can and then driving at 50 to 80 miles an hour next to other tin cans, like that is stressful. Okay, it's stressful. Your nervous system and your physiology are stressed out whether or not your brain feels the stress. And if you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a dire, dire picture you're painting. <laughs> like, I, I understand. But listen, I'm not about to give up my screens. I'm not going to give up living in the city to go live out in the country with no electricity and live the simple life. And I can't control what goes on around me or what happens inside of me, right? I can't control how fast my heart beats. I can't control how fast my blood pressure is flowing. Like, I don't really have control over that. Or do you? Bum, bum, bum. Right here's like the big twist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you may have heard terms like the parasympathetic response or even vagal tone, or have seen people doing ice baths and wondered like, what does this mean? And what does it actually do? And I don't know what your for you page is looking like right now, but I'm definitely seeing a lot of ice baths and things like that. 
And while we may understand that they're helpful if you have anxiety or ADD or depression, you might be wondering, okay, but why? And I know I needed that convincing before I decided to put myself in a cold shower. And if you've been listening for any time, do you remember when I talked to Christina about ice baths and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I never did it. Well, I'm proud to say that as of recording this episode, so December 2022, I did it, y'all. I got myself in a cold shower. And while I don't feel necessarily less stressed, I am feeling a little bit better about temperature regulation. My skin feels way softer because of that improved circulation. And I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm here for I'm here for the cold showers. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about all the ways that you can become an expert at relaxation by harnessing the power of your vagus nerve. And again, even if you don't necessarily feel stress, being a human in the modern world is stressful. And I want to provide you with as many tools as possible so that the next time you feel that anxiety or like that eye twitch coming on, you have tools that you can pull from depending on the situation. Because not all situations are the right fit for sitting and quietly breathing. I know when I'm really nervous before a presentation, and yes, I still get super nervous before presentations, even when it's literally just me and my webcam in my office, sitting down and quietly breathing, like that is not relaxing whatsoever. So more tools in your toolbox means you might even have the right tool for that experience for that situation. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So the vagus nerve, this is not vagus like Las Vegas. This is vagus V-A-G-U-S is the 10th cranial nerve. And that's Latin for wanderer. And that's because this nerve literally does that. So it is the 10th cranial nerve, meaning it's one of the 12 nerves that come directly out of your brain and to their endpoint. So the rest of our nerves, like the one that helps to, you know, scroll on your phone with your thumb, they come out the brain through the brainstem and then off the spinal cord. But 12 nerves come directly from your brain. So some of these are like your olfactory nerve, which gives you your sense of smell, your optic nerve nerve, which gives you your ability to see. The facial nerve is a cranial nerve. So that's not only sense of taste, but also facial expressions. And also your hypoglossal nerve. So this is the nerve that gives you the ability to move your tongue and really form words as you speak. So again, these paired nerves come directly off the brain without having to go through the spinal cord first. And the vagus nerve runs from your brain through your face into your abdomen, through your rib cage, which is, uh, you know, officially known as your thorax. If you hear me say that word, that's what that means. And it actually runs parallel to your carotid artery and jugular vein right in their own little fascial blanket called the carotid sheath. So it is everywhere everything. I just got like Michelle Branch is like, (laughs) oh no, because you're everywhere. You know, it's like that. I'm going to stop singing now, but you know, okay. Anyways, it's everywhere. (laughs) So you can find branches of the vagus nerve all throughout your body. So the term vagus being Latin for wandering really is applicable for this nerve. And its main job is parasympathetic control. So parasympathetic control, we have sympathetic. This is your fight or flight. Oh, shoot, there's a tiger. Let me run through the forest. And then you have parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest and relax, which is why understanding what the vagus nerve is and how 
it works is so important when it comes to understanding relaxation. And if you also are the type of person you're like, listen, there is an ice cubes chance in hell that I'm going to sit on the couch and do nothing, which is a thousand percent me. Literally, I tried to lay on the couch last night and watch a movie on Netflix and I fell asleep. (laughs) My brain knows go, go, go or off. And there's nothing, nothing at all in between. So finding ways to help induce relaxation for my body that are not numbing out and scrolling on my phone or staring at a television screen, but finding a almost like a cellular relaxation That's really what we're talking about, right? So not just like sleepy time, but the down regulation and parasympathetic control of your heart, of your lungs, of your digestive tract. So if you are someone who has even just anxiety or other physiological responses like issues with blood pressure, these tools may be helpful for you. So the vagus nerve has fibers in all of your organs, with the exception of your adrenals, which makes sense. The adrenals sit on top of the kidneys, and they are what pumps out cortisol and stress hormones. So the vagus nerve is talking to everybody except for your stress organ. And again, if we think of sympathetic response being that fight or flight and parasympathetic being rest and digest, well, it's a vagus nerve that's responsible for getting your guts going. So gastrointestinal peristalsis is literally the digestion process and it is your vagus nerve that kicks that off. So if you are running from a tiger, this is not the time to divert blood and resources to your guts to help digest your food. It's the let's get the heck up out of here. And so this is one of the nerves that's responsible for that. And you can think of the difference between being in a sympathetic nervous system state versus a parasympathetic nervous state, not so much like a switch where you're just like one or the other, but more of like a dimmer switch. So the lights are on, yes, but I can have them on at 100% or 90 or 89. And those are all different points. And so we exist on that spectrum at any given time. And your ability to go into a stress state but then come back out of that and how you get out of that stress state is what the term vagal tone is referencing. And so when I'm talking about learning relaxation, what I'm really saying is let's figure out what your set point is, right? What your thermostat, your stress thermostat is set at. And if it's always leaning more in towards that sympathetic, more stress-like state, and you're having issues with digestion and sleep and anxiety and all of that, well, can we just turn the dial down a little bit and have your set point be in a more relaxed state? And the way that the vagus nerve does this is by controlling involuntary sensory and motor functions like heart rate, like speech, like mood, and even urine output. So research is currently looking at the connection between vagal nerve tone and health issues like MS, migraines, seizures, and Alzheimer's, and the effect that nerve stimulation has on these issues. And when I say nerve stimulation, they can actually embed a nerve stimulator onto the vagus nerve for some patients who suffer from issues like MS, migraine, seizures, et cetera. And having that embedded device to help stimulate the vagus nerve to make it almost more excitable or more 
active so that your body then spends more time in that parasympathetic response, they're finding benefits for that. And if you're like, okay, so do I got to, you know, do some like robotic things and get something, you know, attached to my vagus nerve? Nope. (laughs) The good news is that you can stimulate your own vagus nerve without having to have any devices embedded into your body. And you also might even be familiar with some of the relaxation techniques without even realizing that they involve the vagus nerve, right? Things like meditation, exercise, massage, music, cold water immersion, And there's new research that's going to be presented at this year's European Congress of Clinical Microbiology and Infectious Diseases that suggests that many of the symptoms connected to post-COVID syndrome, so this is also what we know as long COVID, may be linked to the effect that the virus has on the vagus nerve. So when you consider that the most frequent vagus nerve disorder-related symptoms are things like diarrhea, tachycardia, dizziness, dysphagia, which is issues with swallowing, and dysphonia, issues with speaking, or even orthostatic hypotension, which is low blood pressure that happens when you move from standing to sitting. Many of the patients in this research study displayed changes in their vagus nerve function following COVID infections. They were able to even see these by ultrasound, which indicates mild inflammatory changes to the vagus nerve. So this is really new research and always with research, it depends on not just one study with one subject and how that did. But this is promising, especially for people who are suffering from long COVID, which I think is probably more prevalent than we even realize. And so if you are one of those people or you fall into one of those categories or you know somebody who does, definitely check out this research study. I'm going to link to it in the show notes at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you may even consider starting some of these techniques that I'm going to share with you today to help improve your vagal nerve response and vagal nerve tone and see if that makes any changes for you. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. Now, in addition to long COVID and the effects from that, you may have also heard of burnout, which it might just seem like a psychological event, like, oh, you've just been working too hard and you're feeling super burnout. But there's been research into the physiology of burnout. And this comes from the Journal of Behavioral Medicine from 2019. And they found longitudinal evidence of heart rate variability associated with burnout symptoms. So what the research suggests is that if you have 
issues with vagal tone, that that may even be predictive for burnout symptoms. And so having good heart rate variability and looking at that and your ability to go from, again, a stress state to a less stress state may be indicative of not only burnout, but how to repair or recover from burnout. And if that wasn't enough to convince you of the importance of vagal nerve tone, there's another study that looked at vagal nerve activity and the role that it plays in the progression of endometriosis. So boosting vagal nerve activity may even have therapeutic potentials for patients with endometriosis, which I know for those of you who suffer from, there's a wide variety of symptoms and all of them really suck. So again, if there were something that you could do for yourself and you had the energy and capacity to do it, and it's not going to have side effects like so many pharmaceuticals may have, this again is another tool in the toolbox for you to benefit from. So if you're like, okay, Alex, I am on board. What can I do? So think of vagal nerve tone like exercise for your nervous system. So just like we do strength training to improve our skeletal muscle system and to build strength, doing mindfulness and relaxation techniques are going to help you to build the resiliency of your entire nervous system. So meditation, that's the first one. And I think that's like the easiest one everybody mentions top of, you know, like just meditate. But there's definitely nuances to meditation. And I want to acknowledge that as well. If you're like, listen, I have tried meditation and it is not for me. I fully respect that. While I do think that quietude is an important thing. Again, we can't start there. If you are constantly buzzing and going at like 900 beats a minute, sitting quietly may not be for you right now. And that's absolutely okay. But if you are the type of person who wants to explore meditation, you can use things like an app. There's so many apps out there that are available, both paid and free. You can also just sit and stare at the wall. (laughs) You don't need any fancy tools for that. I often will do that in the morning while I'm eating my breakfast. Just stare at the wall, let my mind wander. That's absolutely fine. And also, if you've been thinking of meditation and you're like, I just cannot bring myself to it, I'll link to a book in the show notes called Trauma-Sensitive Mindfulness, which is Practices for Safe and Transformative Healing, which takes into consideration PTSD and trauma, because that may be part of it as well. If sitting still and being quiet and being open and vulnerable doesn't feel safe, your nervous system is not going to be stoked to do that. So I will, again, share the link to that book in the show notes. But again, if meditation isn't for you, no problem. Another way to improve the resiliency of your nervous system is massage and touch, specifically long-held touch, like you can get with your hands or with therapy balls. And that touch helps to shift your nervous system from that sympathetic dominance into parasympathetic dominance. And of course, it'd be lovely to have somebody to massage you at all times, but for many a reason, that might not be an option. So the therapy balls actually help to stimulate a special nerve ending just beneath the skin that responds to that long-held touch, specifically at an oblique angle. So kind of that skin stretch, but that deep skin stretch literally helps to encourage that vagal nerve tone and encourage your whole body out of that fight or flight and into the rest and digest. So I talk about therapy balls everywhere all of the time. And this is part of the reason too. Yes, it absolutely helps with massage and improving blood flow and all of that, but also for the benefits of touch. 
and the benefits of relaxation. And so for many of my clients, I'll encourage them to do self-massage, specifically with the therapy balls right before bed, especially if you have issues with clenching or grinding your teeth at night. That can be a great way to relax your nervous system and relax your body so that you can get deep and restful sleep and not wake up in the morning feeling like you spent all night grinding your teeth. Another way to improve vagal nerve tone is exercise. And this doesn't have to be an entire workout. And we've talked about on the show before the almost like the threshold for a physiological change in your body. So this could be going outside for some fresh air and sunshine if it's available. This could be doing three squats in your living room or four push-ups on the end of your couch. Something that helps to get your heart rate up is going to help get you that physiological shift and get you those endorphins and help you to move out of that chronically stressed state and into more of that rest and digest. Another way to relax your nervous system is through music. And of course, all music, if you have songs that you like, you know, listen to those. I know for me personally, music can really elicit an emotional response and that in itself can sometimes be relaxing if you need to get hyped up, right? I definitely use music for that. And then I also have music that calms me. I also am a type of person and my Spotify wrapped does reflect this who likes to listen to the same music over and over again. Honestly, depending on the time of day and the day of week, I have like specific playlists for all of that. So yes, music, but specifically something called binaural beats. And what binaural beats are, if you've ever heard of this, and it's a specific type of music that kind of alternates between your left and right ears. And you may have seen this on social media. I've definitely seen it come across my For You page on TikTok. And how this works is because your left and right brain begin to connect and cross communicate from these biurnal frequencies. And that helps to stimulate your vagus nerve, which can also help with deep relaxation. So I know whenever I listen to one of those videos that has a sound alternating back and forth, it kind kind of feels like your brain is getting tickled, or at least for me it does. There's also websites that you can use that will create this biurnal beat effect. So I'll leave the link to a website called brain.fm that has a biurnal beats. It is a paid service. I think there's also a free option as well. But what I like about it is you can set how long you want it for. You can set it for the type of work that you're doing, whether that's deep work or creative work or relaxation. Um, and you can also modulate how much of a biurnal effect that you have depending on how much you like it to tickle your brain. So stacking music or something like biurnal beats like while you are working or maybe meditation and putting on this type of music can also be super helpful for like supercharging the relaxation that you do. And in addition to brain.fm, just go on Google, go on YouTube and search. There's a ton of different videos there that also have this similar effect and it works best with headphones. So when you see biurnal beats and you're like, hmm, what is this? Uh, know that it's it's tickling your brain to help stimulate your vagus nerve. And what about cold water immersion for vagal nerve tone? So we're talking about cold showers, ice plunges. You may have seen dunking your face or your hands into ice water. 
And if already from our conversation, you're like, well, Alex, isn't that stressful in itself? Yes, it is. But you're exposing your body to stress in a very controlled way, which allows you to learn how to better manage it. So when you step into the cold shower, you're learning to relax your breathing. So if I spend the whole, you know, cold immersion hyperventilating, it's not a fun experience. But if I'm able to get my deep breathing, you know, in sync to slow my breathing down, it allows me to tolerate that cold water even better. And also for you, again, that's training. I am in a stress state. Can I find my sense of calm? So the next time you do get stressed out, you have the tools, you have the practice to better manage it. It makes me think as well of like, you know, practicing a move in the gym or like that agility ladder if you play a sport like um, soccer or football and you need to have quick feet to do your athletic sport. This is similar. I'm going to practice getting super stressed and bringing myself back to as close to baseline as I can get so that when I'm out there in the real world and something does stress me out, I can bring myself to baseline as quickly as possible. So this is building better vagal tone, building better vagal flexibility, even nervous system flexibility. And just like a sign of solid strength training or even cardiovascular training is how quickly your heart rate can return back to normal. The same goes for stress and the vagal nerve tone. So we're not only looking at changing potentially what our set point is, but how efficiently my body can go from that stress state back to the baseline. Now, if you're starting to feel super overwhelmed with all the ways that you could be addressing vagal nerve tone, I want you to pick one. Choose one thing from the long list I just shared and see if you can do it two days in a row. So we already talked about cold water immersion, music, exercise, self-massage, meditation. Just pick one of those and see if you can use that same one two days in a row. And once you've done two days in a row, can you do it two more days in a row? And then once you've done that, can you do it four days in a row, right? Keep it super, super simple and just keep building upon your success from the day before versus saying like, well, I'm going to do a 30 day challenge. I don't want to miss a day and oopsie, I already missed a day. So I might as well give up now, right? Keep your milestones super attainable so that you can keep succeeding and keep checking off the box, which is going to trick your overachiever brain into wanting to stick with it. So honestly, just get started with whatever feels like the least amount of work and build from there. Now, I'm also going to share in the show notes, like there's a ton of good stuff in today's show notes. So definitely head on over to aewellness.com slash podcast uh, to check out some of those research studies and resources that I've already shared so far. But I'm also going to put two videos there for you as well from YouTube a 10 minute meditation that I put together. So you just want someone to walk you through it. I got you covered. And then also one of my favorite abdominal massages using a air filled ball, which gives us sort of a double whammy. So partly of why deep breathing is so relaxing is because your vagus nerve has receptors in your diaphragm. It's stimulated by diaphragmatic breathing. So if we can get deep breathing, And we can also add in some massage that's like a double whammy and you will be on your way to like relaxing town. (laughs) My God, that was so corny, but you know what I mean, okay? So that video, how to mobilize your diaphragm for better breathing and core control is for you over at aewellness.com slash podcast right now. And if you're listening to all of these things, you're like, oh my gosh, I just really wish I could just hit a reset button. 
and get a totally fresh start so that I can come back and step back into my life, back into my routine with new habits in place. One of the best ways to do that, honestly, is to go on vacation. And if you're like, Alex, I could never possibly go on vacation. There's far too much to organize. Well, then you should consider coming on retreat with me. So we had a retreat planned for May of 2020 that I tried to then do in April of 2021. And we all know how that went. It was super, super disappointing. I was really looking forward to it. And honestly, as much as I love connecting with you online and in the comments, there is nothing like being in person. It allows me to see how you're moving and offer suggestions real time. You know, the difference of seeing you in, let's say, even a plank and saying, oh, drop your right shoulder and pack your ribs in. And then you to be able to feel it right in that moment. It makes a huge a huge difference to your own movement and body knowledge and just your your fun. I mean, that sounds fun, right? <laughs> so not only do I get to offer you suggestions for your movement practices real time, but you also get to hang out with some seriously cool folks who are body nerds and movement nerds just like yourself. So we have a beautiful villa in Puerto Vallarta, May 17th through 21, and this is in next year, 2023, that is steps from the beach and just a short walk from town, from Puerto Vallarta, where there's tons of restaurants and shopping, and it's really awesome. And once your feet hit the ground in Puerto Vallarta, everything is included. Your food, our twice daily classes, we'll have a movement class in the morning and a mindfulness class in the evening so that you can be relaxed and unwind and sleep well. Of course, we got a super sweet swag bag and we'll also be doing some seriously relaxing and super fun activities. So you can check out the Movement Mavens retreat by heading on over to aewellness.com slash retreat. And if you wanna go, and you would like to save money, like $500 money, send me an email right now with the subject, retreat me. And if I get that email before December 31st, 2022, I'll get you all hooked up. So my email address is info at aewellness.com, subject, retreat me, and let's go on vacation together. If you honestly wanna be relaxed, that's the way to do it. And the reason I know is because that was me. Like I didn't realize how stressed out I was until I was standing, I'm laughing because I'm just like, I can still remember, I can still picture myself standing on that beach in Puerto Vallarta and feeling quiet. There had been this like buzzing in my chest that I hadn't even been aware of until I was standing there and I was just like, oh, it's not there anymore. And that's honestly what has really set me off into this study of vagal nerve tone and relaxation and realizing like more exercises isn't always what we need. Sometimes it's doing less it's finding quiet and maybe it's not sitting quiet because that's not your jam, but a cold shower <laughs> for the relaxation it brings. Look at me talking about cold showers like I'm a freaking professional when I swear to you I've done it for two weeks. I've done it four times, <laughs> but I'm gonna stick with it. I promise. Again, one at a time and then we're in it. So again, you can check out all of the resources that I shared for today's episode over at aewellness.com slash podcast. If you want some other episodes that are similar to this topic, check out episode 150, Do I Need to Meditate to Relax? And episode 161, we talked about cold showers with Christina Casey. 
I need to send her a message and be like, I did it, Christina. I did it. I took my cold shower. (laughs) So I'd love to hear what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. You can take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, or you can send me any questions that you might have. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala for Mama. That's the best place for DMs and questions. You can also come hang out with me on TikTok. I'm at AE Wellness, or you can leave any comments, questions, et cetera, over on the Body Nerd Hotline. So that number is 818-396-6501. If you leave me a voicemail, just know that it might be featured on a future show. So be kind and rewind and and just be prepared. Okay. (laughs) Don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, all things podcast related, all the goodies shared today live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you so much, seriously, for taking the time to subscribe if you haven't already for leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to the show right now. And to share this episode with anyone who needs a little bit more relaxation in their life, and they're not looking to go on a three month silent meditation retreat. So appreciate you. I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you for letting me get to do this to get to nerd out on these topics that I find interesting. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, finally getting in that stupid cold shower (laughs) and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool. And you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.